I spoke at the ILA Women in Leadership Conference in Santa Cruz in June and met many women doing some amazing things. I also spoke to seven young women, all scholars of the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York, about their ambitions, their aspirations, their challenges, their hopes for the future and for their careers. It's really important we hear these young voices. Have a listen. Hi, this is Penny DeVolk. Welcome to Grit in the Oyster, a conversation about how we navigate our careers, our organizations, our lives as women leaders. Exploring its challenges, learning from others, sharing best practice, an opportunity to step out of the fray for a bit, to help you tune out some of the noise and tune into being the best leader you can be. Well, hello from Scotts Valley, California. I'm at the ILA Women in Leadership Conference in Santa Cruz and met some fantastic women today and yesterday talking about women and leadership. But I thought what was really interesting with the young women I met uh, here as well, who are from the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York, and I thought it would be great to get some young women leader voices. And I would like to introduce them to you now. And I'm going to ask you all if you could just take a minute, let me know who you are and uh, what you're currently studying at the College of St. Rose. Oh, so hi, my name is Helen. So I'm a chemistry major with a minor in biology at the College of St. Rose. I'm also part of the Board Women Leadership Network. Hello, my name is Bolanda Legatino. I am a music industry major at the College of St. Rose, and I'm the CEO and president of Rose Record Label Group. Thanks. Hello, my name is Nia Brown, and I am studying biology on a pre-med track, and I'm also on the women's soccer team. Thanks, Belinda. Hi, my name is Essence Coxum. I study social work at the College of St. Rose. I'm a Bold Women's Leadership Network scholar, and I'm an intercultural leadership ambassador for the Alana's Leadership Program. Thanks, Essence. Hi, my name is Janae Salter. I'm studying interdisciplinary studies, and I am the president of the Black Student Union. Thanks, Janae. Hello, my name is Ariana Paul. I am a communications major at the College of St. Rose, and I'm the president of Better Together Interfaith Club. Thank you, Ariana. Hello, my name is Marissa Isabella. I'm an accounting major at the College of St. Rose. I'm a part of the inaugural class of the Bold Women's Leadership Network, and I'm also a part of the women's golf team. Fantastic. Hey, listen, I'm wondering if I could ask you guys, what was the one thing that you learned at the conference that was really helpful to you this week? Um, one thing that I guess I would say I learned this week was if there isn't a lane for you, create it. Mm -hmm. um, from every workshop that I sat in, I met women who were entrepreneurs or had worked for companies, and all of them still found their passion pouring into whatever they were doing. So it was kind of like if you don't see what you want for yourself, create it. That's a great lesson. What else? Uh, for me, I learned that my no dream is too big. I, as I was listening to Susan talk uh, in the afternoon, Caroline, yeah. sorry, mm -hmm. as she was talking in the afternoon, it was just like a mind-blowing thing to me because I realized like that's exactly where I want to be. And she was just like embodying that and telling me that it's, it's okay to dream. And I also learned from the workshops that, you know, uh, if you want to be successful, you gotta sacrifice something. So that's definitely something I'm gonna take away with me. Um, I learned that it's really important to understand where each woman is coming from and male as well and the male allies are very important. Mm -hmm. um, so without understanding the people you're working with, you can't really lead a group of people. 
Okay, so some really good lessons that you guys have picked up. I'm wondering if I can ask you more generally, when you look at uh, your futures, what is it that excites you most about your futures as you are studying at the moment and looking down the road of what is possible for yourselves? I think for me, after talking to all the women here, um, you can start out your career kind of, you know, you have to like network and meet people. So maybe it's not what you want to do. But in the end, I feel like everybody here is doing what they want to do and what they love. So just knowing that there is time that is between that and then you will get to what you want in the end. Yeah. And that there's plenty of relationships out there in that network yeah. that will help you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else is exciting people about about your futures? Um, for me, I'm really excited to find my passion and just find something that I'm re really excites me. So going to work every day and finding something that I'll never get bored with and just always having something that is there and it's gonna bring me joy and happiness every day. Do you have a sense for what that might be? Right now, I'm thinking I wanna go into social media management. Uh -huh. So doing something with social media, whether that be um, helping non-for-profits um, or helping a bigger organization or corporation. Um, so yeah, that's my goal right now. And that is exciting. <laughs> what else? What else is exciting for people when you think of your futures? I, I'm excited about the endless possibilities of what could happen in my life because I don't know what the future looks like, mm -hmm. but I'm just excited about where the world is going to lead me to. Um, and just knowing that, you know, in the journey, I'm going to meet new people. I'm also excited about the people, the new people that I'm going to meet. I don't know who they are, but I'm really excited and I know they're going to help me towards my goal. Yeah. Essence, what excites you about your future? I'm excited about the impact that I will make on the world um, and also that I can now do it all. I really want to have a family and do yeah. the many different things that I want to do. So I'm excited. So that is that. exciting. It is exciting. That is really exciting. Um, what do you think is going to be your biggest challenge as you look down at your futures? What do you sense that may be a challenge for you guys? Um, I think that for me, um, my biggest challenge would be myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really afraid of people. So it's kind of like if I'm not scared of anyone, I kind of get in my own way at times. So it's just like balancing that. And okay. um, I think that would be like the biggest thing on okay. my end. Yeah. And that's pretty exciting because you're in charge of that now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. Thanks, Janae. What else do people think of when they think of challenges? Belinda? Well, since I'm going into the music industry, as most industries, it is a male-dominated field. So I've often had people question what they, what, so I know what I'm supposed to be doing and people will question, even though we learn the same things, we go to the same schools, we take the exact same mm -hmm. classes and look where I am, I'm the president of a record label and they're still questioning me. So I think my biggest challenges will be, um, being able to not doubt myself, even though people are asking the questions, like I know what I'm doing. So just remembering that. Yeah. Remembering that, who you are and mm -hmm. your capabilities. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Nia? What do you see as some of the challenges? Um, I believe one challenge for me personally is time. I always like to plan everything out and um, always think that time is working against me, but I believe that things will come in time, but um, I just want to do everything all at once. But I believe just time will be a big challenge. Yeah. Okay. When you think of those challenges ahead of you and all of the excitement that you have about your future, the huge opportunities you have, um, what's the strength 
that you will be drawing on, the strength you have and that you're really proudest of as individual women, what do you think is the strength that you'll be drawing on most when you look down the road of your future? Nia? Um, strength, I believe I have, that I'll look upon um, down the road is definitely never giving up throughout life. And um, academics and especially athletics, I've learned that the end goal is there, but it's going to take time. It's going to take effort and a lot of energy day in and day out. And you may fail along the way, but that's not it's not where you're supposed to be. You're just going to use that It's as, just along the way. Yes. What are the strengths? I think for me is confidence, just being confident in whatever that I'm trying to do or uh, whatever I am doing. I think it's definitely something that I will look upon and say, okay, I wasn't supposed to be here, but now I'm here because I'm an international student. Mm -hmm. So to come here, it takes like a lot of courage and to have people talk to you and not understand you, it just takes another different toll on you. So confidence is just one thing that I will look upon and say. Yeah. So you've both spoken about courage and persistence. What about you, Belinda? Um, I think the fact that I'm not afraid to ask for help. So that's one of the reasons why I joined this program, because I needed help. So um, I think people struggle with that a lot, is being able to ask for help, because especially as a woman, you want to show that you know what you're doing. But of course, we don't always know what we're doing. So the fact that I can ask for help and I'm open to that, I think is one of my biggest strengths. Anyone else over here got a strength that um, you know you'll be able to draw on? Marissa? I think for me, it's like my personality and how um, I know like so far I've already built some like a good network and met some great people and to learn from them and then to pass that on to other people. That's something that um, I think will help me in my career and then knowing that I could almost give back to the people that already were helping me and pass it along and just keep the chain going. I would say for me, it would be advocacy and ability. Um, mm -hmm. I know my strengths and I'm very outspoken. Um, I'm always willing to advocate for myself and anyone else. And I know that that's going to be a strength that will carry me to many places. Um, and my ability to just like show up and to be present in a lot of different atmospheres and environments and being adaptive is definitely strengths that I possess. So, Essence, what about your strengths that you take forward into your future? <laughs> I would say my biggest strength would be my passion. That literally drives every and anything I do and I can share it with everyone. I hope that anything that I say about the passions that I do have can encourage and empower everybody else. So. That's beautiful. Ariana? Um, for me, I think my ability to listen to people and um, be a very good listener and take in what people say and then bring back what they have said out to people. Um, so that's just something that I think is going to help me in the long run. That's great. Let's talk about your careers. Your in the, in the throes of your education at the moment, and you'll be graduating in the next year or two, how do you want your careers to be? Have you thought about that? Okay, so currently I study social work. Yeah. Um, I plan on working macro, so changing policies. I do want to start out micro, so working one-on-one, -on -one, but then I want to be able to change the policies that do not work, uh -huh. you know, with the clients. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I'm so passionate about the homeless. So I'm hoping to have permanent housing for homeless, like a huge franchise everywhere, honestly, um, on top of changing the minds of the young women. So I just have all these different things that I have to do. 
But that's where I hope that my career takes me. Fabulous. Janae. Um, so my career goals is to be an established nonprofit. Um, that's my end goal. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a lot of jobs that I acquire. Mm -hmm. But that's like by the time I turn 60, they're like, oh, yeah, she has that nonprofit. It's been you around for about 20 years that's now. That's done. <laughs> so, yeah. Well done. And that'll be my legacy. Okay. Beautiful. Marissa? Um, for me, I think what I want to do in the end um, is be like a fraud investigator because I study accounting. So I kind I of want to, <laughs> I've kind of been looking uh, more into the criminal justice side of accounting, I guess, and working with maybe like the FBI or something like that. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Okay, great. Ariana, what are your thoughts around your career? At this point, I really want to do social media, um, like I said previously, but the idea of social media is forever changing. And I think that just being on top of all of the trends and being a voice for the voiceless is something that I'm really passionate about. So using social media and using that tool that I have um, to do that is what I'm really passionate That's about. That's really exciting, the voice for the voiceless. Now you're gonna have a record label, we know that. What else is gonna happen? <laughs> um, yes, definitely. Um, I also wanna be sit on a bunch of boards. So Carolyn is one of my people I look up to and she the fact that she does so much and can still look amazing and show up and give her full and mind to everything that and she climb does. Everest you know in your spare time yes <laughs> exactly so I definitely want to keep busy and not just stay in music but also look outside to help people all over okay that's really exciting uh, so my long-term goal is I want to be like a medical doctor a physician to be specific and I also run like a program that uh, helps girls go back to mm -hmm. school so my goal is one day that program might uh, be as big as it can be so I can reach uh, to most girls in Africa so I can help them go back to school and I also plan on uh, building my own pharmaceutical company and my own hospital. Okay. That's the goal. It's a big dream but I'll <laughs> yeah, get no, there. Go for it girl. <laughs> so Nia you're doing pre-med I think at the moment. Yes. What are, you, what are your aspirations for your career? Um, for my career I want to be an OBGYN. I'm not sure yet if I want to be more on the delivery side mm -hmm. or more on the maternal side in reproductive services so yeah. working with like IVF. I've always like um, my mother and my grandmother have always said like a child's a blessing and I believe that like my mom and like um, their kids and everything like that we've always been like a blessing and I really want to see that happiness with another woman. Yeah, Ariana, you said before, you know, when I, oh, no, I think it might have been you, Janae, when you said, when I'm 60, I'll be looking back. <laughs> so um, I know that just sounds so old when someone <laughs> gets to 60. But, you know, if you were thinking, when I am 60 years old, what do I want to be able to say about not just my career? What do I want to say about my life? If you think, sort of throw yourself forward that far, any thoughts around what you would want to be able to say about your life? I want to say to myself, I did it all. I made an impact and I want the impact to be so clear. I can see it, everyone knows it. Um, I want my, whatever, my grandkids or my family or my friends or the future generations to say that she came and she did it all and to look up to me as a role model. That's fantastic, Alan. Belinda, have you thought about what you would look back on with pride? Mm -hmm. um, I've learned this um, during the conferences, this phrase saying, ordinary woman doing extraordinary things. So um, I've realized this week that that's something that I wanna do is help more women to that are ordinary do extraordinary things. So I hope 
as I look back, I'm like, wow, I really encourage people from all small parts of the world to actually stand up and do the things that they need to do. Mia, any thoughts about looking back from 60? Um, I want people to think about me when I'm 60 60 years old is that she truly cared and she was actually there. Um, Growing up, my coach has always told me, and so like whatever amount of years, no one's going to remember how many goals you scored or this and that, but they're going to remember how you treated them. Mm -hmm. And I've always like tried to take that and um, put that into my life, into everything that I do. Great. Essence, have you given that any thought? 60 years old. Um, Maybe just the impact that I will make. I just want to make a huge impact. Honestly, I want to be able to house as many homeless people as I possibly can. So being able to actually say that now, and then when I'm 60, being able to say that I did it. Yeah. Marissa? Um, I guess for like my career, I want to say that, like Helen said, like I made it and I did it. I accomplished all the goals that I had for myself and for my family. I want them to be able to say that like she gave me the best life possible because I feel like my parents have done that for me as their parents have done that for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ariana, any thoughts about looking back from 60? Um, I'd like people to know that I was a true advocate for others and just using the voice and the platform that I had um, to share other people's stories and ideas um, just to get everyone's voice heard um, is something that I think that I will want people to know about me. Yeah. So if you um, had a magic wand at the moment and could give yourself a gift, one thing that you would give yourself to be able to go on this wonderful journey that you have ahead of you and to be able to look back with with pride around the achievements that you have all talked about, which are just fabulous, um, what is the one gift you would give yourself, do you think? Um, I would say the ability to not have to sleep. That is eight hours out of She's the day. She's got this time thing. <laughs> you don't no. have time. I really want to maximize my time in eight yeah. hours. I could do and a lot. sleeping is just a waste of just time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that. Okay, so you would like to be able to live without sleep. Okay, anyone else? What, what's the gift that you might give yourself? Okay, so my gift, right, yeah. is a person. Yeah. I would want a forever life coach but I know exactly who I want the coach to be mm-hmm. so the coach would be Paul from the Bible Okay. because Paul is definitely like my favorite most inspirational person like his resilience mm-hmm. so I would just want Paul to be with me to be me. at your elbow that I wouldn't be able, yes yes I need Paul okay we need to get that wand out <laughs> we need to get that wand out what other? If anyone had a wish, what would be the one thing you would give yourself right now? Time. I, yeah. I want more time. I wish like the day had more time. You're going to have and to get no sleep as well. <laughs> you two need to have the same one. I know. And I think like, you know, everyone says life is too short. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it is. I just wish if people had more time, then they'll have like more time to realize, oh, I can make a difference. Or I can do so much more. So I need time. Okay. Yeah. Good one. What would you gift yourself, Belinda? Um, I think it would be to have my mom live forever. (laughs) Or live as long as I live and my sisters, I think. Because I think that's where it all starts, is your mom, your grandma, like anyone of that powerful woman. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So So you want them to hang around for as long as you're walking this earth. I don't know how I'll survive without her, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and I guess on that note, if you, when you look at your futures and the legacy, all of you want the powerful legacy, all of you want to uh, to leave and will leave. What is the thing that other women could do for you right now? Other women leaders or other women in your life? What What do you need from the people around you, in particular the women around you? Well, like they all say, support. Obviously, that's the number one thing, whether that be emotional or financial or just giving me a ride to the store, like something like that. Um, support, encouragement, an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so be a role model, but mm-hmm. also just be there. Yes, yeah. always. And never put them down because why would you, why would you ever do that to another woman, yeah. I think? And on that same note, uh, it's almost the same point that Belinda said. I also wish like uh, more women could uh, tell their own stories, mm-hmm. like their experiences, mm-hmm. uh, their failures, and also their successes. And it seems like these days, like most people are mostly like focused on like the success story. But I also yeah. want to hear like the story of how they failed college, how their plans didn't come up because it will help us as college students too. And we know we learn so much from our failures and not more than our successes. So So women giving voice to what they've learned from Mm -hmm. their failures as well as their success. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else do you need from women? Because there are a lot of women leaders listening to this and uh, it's really important that you are able at this stage of your careers and lives to be able to ask for the help that you need. I think maybe like a mentor almost, someone that kind of um, went down the same path as you um, and can give you advice on what steps you should take and maybe ones you shouldn't take and um, how to get yourself to the top and stand Mm -hmm. out from everybody else. Okay. Essence, anything that you would say that you would want to give voice for that you need to know that other women out there are there for you? Um, support and enlightenment. When I say support, even if it's as small as, oh, I can't go to your event, but I'll send someone that can go. Or I'll tell you, oh, I like what you're doing, and I know someone else like who's doing that too. Yeah. Something as little as that, and as you said, spiritual, emotional, financial mm-hmm. support. That's all I really need. And estrogen. Mariana. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for the uh, women leaders there out there listening, um, just to for them to be a voice for us and uh, a good voice that we can aspire to be like. Um, so just keep doing what they're doing and um, just be um, a good light for us as we grow and learn from them. That's a great message. That's a really great message. Look, it has been such a pleasure spending some time with you over the last few days. I really wanted to uh, give voice to uh, the powerful group that you are. Is there anything you want to ask me? Because I've been doing the interrogation. Is there anything you would like to ask me? What was one mistake that you made that maybe led you here that if you didn't make it, it wouldn't have? One mistake? (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get it down to one. (laughs) That if I hadn't made, wouldn't have got me here. That's a really interesting one. Yeah, so it's like if I hadn't done that, that wouldn't have landed me here. Um, I think it was taking a job that um, actually didn't end up being a mistake that all of my instincts were telling me I shouldn't take. And so I was thinking, hmm, 
But actually, I didn't listen to that, and that was a good mm -hmm. thing because actually my instincts were wrong. Mm -hmm. What was telling me not to take that job was my lack of courage. Mm -hmm. I was telling myself that actually this feels wrong, but actually what it was telling me is this feels scary. Mm -hmm. And that was really important in my life and in my career to be able to distinguish between this feels uncomfortable, so it must be the wrong thing, through this feels uncomfortable, so I must be learning. Mm -hmm. So that was a very good lesson mm -hmm. for me. And it would be something that I think is really important for us to learn to calibrate mm -hmm. as women, because sometimes we think that we are wrong, uh, and sometimes it's not the wrong thing. And to be able to just listen to yourself and go, am I uncomfortable? Because I'm learning. Mm -hmm. and how do I embrace that learning and make it work for me moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if you were to go back to like your younger self, what would you say to her? I would probably tell her to, again, listen to that voice about when I'm uncomfortable, I'm learning, as opposed to um, I'm uncomfortable, so I should avoid this situation. Um, I would tell her that it's all going to be fine, to worry less, to overthink less, uh, to uh, laugh more. And I think I've done that. I've always been really good at finding my girl gang or my girl tribe. And to and I would say, you know, don't ever underestimate how important that ecosystem is to nourish and to just swim in. It's because, you know, it still is, as we have spoken about this uh, in the last few days, being a leader is still something that many people find in women kind of a strange thing because historically it's been what men do. So um, I would say just make sure that you nourish and value along the way the, the wonderful uh, strength you can get from your male and female tribe. If you could give thanks to two to three people that may or may not be here any longer, um, what would you say? Yeah, well, they would be kind of, uh, and she's not with us anymore, would be my mother and my grandmother. Isn't it funny that it's often <laughs> often the women and they, you know, what I would give thanks for obviously is, is my life. Um, but the fact that they really um, fueled me with, uh, and it, you know, wasn't ambition that, you know, and maybe it is ambition, but um, a desire to have an impact in the world and to do that without any pressure around who you are. It was a, a, from a, an importance or a status point of view. They really weren't in the least bit impressed with any of that. <laughs> in fact, they made sure that I wasn't either. So what they were interested in is what the difference is that you're making out there. And they really made that very, very powerful in me. So I would give thanks to them for that. And on that note, uh, I'd like to give thanks to you guys for spending uh, some of your precious time with me in the last few days. It has been such a pleasure. I hope we meet again. Yes. And I want to really thank you for uh, taking the time and to say, go for it, girls, because <laughs> you have this wonderful future ahead of you. And I just know um, from just the small amount I know of you, just the difference you're going to make in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Grit in the Oyster. If you're enjoying our conversations, do subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes and stay in touch. Penny at pennydevolk.com.